Welcome to Gain That Tune. tune back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got the uh that dastardly ombre john regan with us say hey hey we've got the wanted man david fleming say hey howdy partners and we've got the sheriff around these parts jesse moore say hey well howdy though uh welcome back to game that tune everybody uh if you're just joining us here on game that tune we got a fantastic show coming up for you tonight what we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes we've each got three songs from a game we're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs a little bit of trivia we're going to goof off and have a lot of fun the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes and the winner last week was me fantastic me and i had aew on the brain i'm celebrating the championship victory of one hangman adam page and i decided that we were gonna have an episode all about some cowboy shit mm-hmm. jesse are you doing dip right now well i thought this was a cowboy show dadgummit all right just making sure as yeah. i was, sip on my sip of whiskey mm-hmm. we got we got our whiskey we got our uh, you know, chewing tobacco. John Regan, he's got got my Guinness. What exactly, John? John, explain what you what cowboy shit you brought to the show. Um, I'm drinking uh, Guinness, classic cowboy beer. Indeed. Um, it is actually an American Guinness. It's it's the uh, El Dorado That's Amber not good Ale. Enough, John. <laughs> it's not Guinness Guinness. Yeah. That's all right. But uh, yeah, so the theme this week's cowboy shit, cowboy games. Uh, or games that feature characters that are cowboys, or it doesn't even that doesn't even have to be a cowboy character. It can just be a character with a pair of boots, or some spurs, or some uh, you know cowboy hat, as it were. Uh, maybe even a long jacket. Uh, you know, uh, maybe a bandolier. Jacket, I'm, try, I'm trying to think of just you know show, things that make people look badass uh, like a cowboy. Uh, things that John Regan simply doesn't own. Yeah. A uh, leather vest, a saddle, um, various a dust, uh, What's what's the name of that thing? Uh, you know, fucking tumbleweed. <laughs> it could be a, it could be a game with tumbleweeds. It's what we call a tumbleweed. Exactly, as we call it, <laughs> Baltimore, Maryland. We call it a tumbleweed. <laughs> um, yeah. So pretty much, it's uh, any any game with uh, you know something cowboy related, Wild West type shit. Uh, it's pretty uh, pretty wide open for the show, so I think we got a fantastic show. Probably some fun, interesting selections coming up for tonight's show. We got some fantastic fan requests this week, so we'll see which one of those made the cut. And Johnny, it's just time to get the rope and uh, get on to game one. Game one. Hang it high.
All right. I reckon I mosey on and give y'all a little bit of trivia. So, uh, Stephen Downs, the uh, voice actor for the main character, has reprised his role in the most recent game in the series. Um, and he says that whenever uh, the he was first um, approached to take on the role, they described the character very much like um, Clint Eastwood, especially from uh, like spaghetti western films. And so uh, Steve Downs did his best to emulate uh, like Clint Eastwood in a very western fashion with his like mannerisms and how he and he spoke and stuff. So how you fellers feeling about that? 
I reckon I'm feeling good. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm already so mad at Johnny. Okay, uh... Johnny says Game of Thrones, which is incorrect. Oh, David, close with Halo Reach. And John with the correct answer, uh, Halo Infinite. Oh, jeez. Did I have to bring my soundboard up? Sorry, hold on. <laughs> Hooray! Now, see, the problem is that rascally bunch of bandits stole the dang soundboard. <laughs> well, I guess we would round up a posse and go looking for them. Um, yeah, so anyway, should, uh, <laughs> should Master Chief be in the posse? Um... I'm feeling yeah. doing cowboy ass I mean, we can, but uh, so Halo is a cowboy now. Well, okay. See, so here's my one: Clint Eastwood, obviously a cowboy, um, and Master Chief he, is a <clears throat> kind of. Go ahead. Clint Eastwood, an actor. Uh, well, he portrayed cowboys. His characters were cowboys. A lot of them, even the ones they, that weren't in the Wild West, like Dirty Harry. Totally a cowboy. I I guess. I mean, he I mean, used a revolver. Fair. You could. You true. Okay, there's there's like a cowboy vibe people can have. You know, they don't necessarily have to have like a cow or a boy. They. Oh yeah. Know. So like, <laughs> Master <laughs> Chief. Did Clint would ever have a boy? Yeah, Clint Eastwood would never like been a boy in his Greek life. Spartan thing or <laughs> what, what do you think cowboys do, Jesse? I'm a little concerned. They, you know. They round up cows, cattle, you know, mm -hmm. send them, you know, and boys with cows. Yeah. You know, Saturday night. Anyways. <laughs> so, so like Master Chief is very much a cowboy in space, you know, um, in fact, in one of the uh, like trailers for when, like, I think Halo three, like it shows him wearing a poncho and stuff like they're, they're definitely, they're definitely like cowboy influenced. And like the game is like I haven't played I haven't messed with a Halo in a while. And this new one came out and it has been so much fun. It's like a breath of fresh air. When you're wanting if you've got some kind of like shooty itch, this game is the game for you because like the time to kill and everything is is long so you feel like you can survive a few, you know, shots. It's not like in Call of Duty or or like Counter Strike, where it's like two shots, you gotta wait to respawn. That's no fun. And, and like Halo, you can live for a while and do some stuff. It's it's fun. And right. you get with some people that are kind of playing at the same you know same speed as you. Then you get all three of you on a warthog. One guy's got the gun on the back. The other guy's got the uh, gun on the side. You're shooting people, stealing flags, and just kicking ass. And it's just so much cowboy shit. It feels like. There's a fucking grappling hook. You can like grapple onto like the um, phantoms and warthogs, and then are we going grappling them. hooks, cowboy shit now? Well, it's like the modern lasso. Well, I mean, if you're robbing a train, you gotta throw like when you're riding up along the train, you gotta throw a rope on to get onto it. Is that not a grappling hook? Yeah. I mean, it's a rope. David, when's the last time you robbed a train? Yeah, David, come on, man. You're really tipping your hand. 
Tell I'll us you've in... never robbed a train without telling us you've never actually robbed a train. <laughs> I'll be honest. Since moving to Illinois, robbing trains has not been my main thing. Like, it's more been, like, speakeasies and, you know, that sort of thing. But I have I have robbed a train before. Th- that's a little more cowboy than Halo. I got to give you that, man. I don't, I don't know what know. it is. There's, there's, there's robbing trains. When you say robbing trains, I just hear, like, somebody's name. Like, I have not been hanging out with Robin Trains lately. (laughs) Right, the guy that sang Blurred Lines? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. Robin Trains. We don't talk about him anymore. I mean, if we are going to be, like, spending this segment questioning things, I'm just wondering why this was not (laughs) Halo Reach, considering Halo Reach has a campaign called Flawless Cowboy. So Mm. that's what threw me off. That's true. But, like I said, the whole series is very cowboy you know, it's cowboy in space. You can be a cowboy in space. He's a military guy. I understand. I mean, I don't. You can know. be a cowboy in the military. Have to you ever be fair, watched like Custer um, and stuff? Jesse, well, I'm I'm gonna side with you on this because many many cowboys, if you go back to a lot of western stories and movies and whatnot, they tend to be people who fought in the Civil War. So they were military men who then went out west. So. You could be a military man and a cowboy. I mean, yeah. yeah. And like usually not simultaneously. And if you think of back in the day when the first Halo came out, like video games were in like the wild west back then and <sighs> Halo combat evolved really, you know, like Johnny might, you know, start master race PC bullshit in a second, but before he does that, Halo changed the way like shooters were played on like the console like GoldenEye was great and it was kind of cool but still fucking like Quake and Unreal Tournament that stuff was still fucking baller but Halo like fucking people quit college to play Halo like maybe not on purpose but you know I'm gonna take back the things that I said defending Jesse because was 2001 really the wild west of video games okay okay Microsoft just showed up. Fucking Sega's dead. Like, Sony and Nintendo are like, what now? And then Microsoft comes in in town on their big old green horse. And they're like, hey there, partners. You guys want to do some, like, cattle stuff? (laughs) And everyone looked at them like, um, (laughs) I don't know about that. And then fucking Halo showed up, and they're like, okay, this guy's pretty cool. I mean, I guess jumping back on the other hand defending you halo did introduce like wide open environments to first person shooters so instead of having like the regimented halls like doom and goldeneye like being able to go out and explore that was a little more wild westy so okay and another thing too is like halo was very based on shoot from the hip like not aim down sides bullshit like, you're running and shooting, running and shooting. You're not sitting around aiming. Because if you were aiming and you got shot, you got popped out of those fucking scopes. Because what are you doing just sitting there aiming for? You're supposed to be running and shooting. This is the Wild West, baby. Yeehaw. <laughs> but he was carrying a scoped military-grade rifle, Jesse. I mean, like... But he doesn't fucking about. use the scope. In fact, Doesn't half matter. the time when I've been playing, I've been using the pistol. Also, the Mangler is this big fucking revolver that shoots shotgun shells out of it. 
Hot take. <laughs> that is true. Master Chief is famous for using his pistol, so that's a point. Is it? Yes! Also, I hope somebody is, like, screen-capping John's face so we can have, like, confused, angry reaction, but cowboy version. <sighs> I'm exhausted by this. I can't <laughs> believe this is how we decided to open the show. I, I didn't want to make this an episode of debating whether or not something was cowboy or not. I figured I know, we could all kind of easy. meet it's that right standard. There. It's right fucking there. Clint Eastwood, fucking pistols, fucking lassos. Fucking Clint Eastwood. I mean, <laughs> I'm also laughing at John admitting he's exhausted by this, and we're 20 minutes into the show, 15 minutes into the show. I mean, you know, I'm really hoping we have some actual cowboy picks for this some of these so things. This is so cowboy, God. <laughs> You need to fucking. It's open like your the mind, opposite man. of cowboy, man. No, it's space it, it be, military it's versus like monsters. Oh, I'm like, sorry. There's no fucking cactuses in space. My bad. There it could be more cowboy if it was Master Sheriff instead of Master Chief. He, he basically was. Although getting into like Chief as a nomenclature that gets into a. Very problematic yeah, discussion and about see, I cowboys. didn't say problematic tangentially cowboy shit, Master well, this is a Duke's a hazard. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know. Well, I might can... not do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, that I wouldn't either, because I'm not Master Chief. Not, but you know, he doesn't some... do that either. They're going to change his name soon. He's going to be the Cleveland Guardians. Can we yeah. please <laughs> get a crossover where Master Chief, instead of using a warthog, uses the General Lee? Yeah, and in what way is a warthog a cowboy thing? It's a jeep. I it understand. is one Confederate flag away from being the General Lee. Well, it's if really you're playing close. Captain the Flag, you can stick the flag onto the warthog. So, but it's not like in the in the Wild West, guys would all hop on an Oregon Trail style covered wagon and pursue people. Like, in the well, that's because the internal combustion engine did not exist during the Wild Wild yes, West. Again, this is just the advancement of cowboys, like. The cowboys could go into the future. Like, there are future cowboys. There might not be the same, like, you know, maybe they're not riding horses. Maybe they're riding a fucking mongoose. Not the animal, but the four-wheeler. You talk about like, cowboys... Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I was very confused for a moment. You talk about cowboys going to the future. I think you're talking about Back to the Future Part 3, if I'm not mistaken. Well, no, that's in the past. <laughs> but, but kinda, you know. I mean, I, I, I will admit that Master Chief... <laughs> Does kind of give off that space cowboy vibe. He that does. Boba Fett does. Yes. It's just that Master Chief doesn't have spurs. Here's the thing, and this is going to be kind Actually, of. Actually, I take it back. Screen cap that with John just holding his face. This I want is... that to be a Discord emote. This is just <laughs> going to be a you know, kind of a shootout in a way because. I it's like feel, you think no, you, listen, if you keep I, saying listen, cowboy no, things, it's no, gonna I, make it cowboy. It's I, not working, Jesse. <laughs> I feel like I feel like John has a predisposed, you know, um, hatred or misunderstanding of Xbox as a whole, and therefore <laughs> mentioning well, yeah, Halo I, I, in any positive light <laughs> is kind of a thing he's not really into. So. It's also he's so you know, I mean maybe he's rode on the right r wrong horse, you know. I don't understand Xbox as a whole at all. Like, cause last time I checked, it's a console, not a whole. 
I love the fact that we went from Halo is a cowboy game to John is a racist against the X. No, I didn't say you're racist. I just like anytime I, you know, we, anytime we're talking to Xbox stuff, it's just a blind spot for him. And therefore, you know, I know Halo, cool? though. Yeah, but you're just like if. OK, like a couple of years Apparently ago, someone was like, know it hey, Master you don't Chief know it's a Smash cowboy Bros. game. You've been like, fuck that. And yeah, what? So yeah, see, even though he is an important video game character, like he is like you. See, yeah, but he mm, don't get me into this. I don't want to talk about this. Like, what are you talking about? Master Chief? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> He's important. Like, this is the best way to start a show. He's important. You just, you know, you're giving him short shrift because it's not your thing, which that's cool. But yeah, but no, important. no, no. You're not. You're not making any points. You're not making any cogent arguments in favor of it being a cowboy. No, thing. I already you're did just all saying that. It's already good, made and therefore solid it's, you know, arguments that cannot be defeated. So now I'm going on to my next tangent, which is the most military game that's ever existed besides Call of Duty. Like, it's nothing like Call of Duty. Like, it's so fantastical and whimsy and and very cowboy shit. Yes, there's bright colors. Half the enemies are like bright fucking purple. Like, it's not like Call of Duty where everything's brown and you know black and shit, and you're just hearing fucking. Uh, is Halo a CCR a, the whole time? Is Halo a space cowboy cute em up? Is that what yeah, I was going to say? Also, is, are we calling a whimsy a cowboy thing? It can be. You so whimsical. rode on a horse and was like, ah, oh, the wind blowing through my hair as I gallop through. Like in Zelda. That's He's a cowboy. <laughs> I, I he's heard, only a cowboy in one game. I have no. heard Halo described as many things. Also, but okay. Whimsical Look, is okay. not one. See, here's the thing, though. When you mentioned <laughs> when you mentioned that the the the, the um, theme was cowboy shit, you didn't mean. I didn't know you meant it had to be fucking wild west. All you, I just thought it meant you had to have some kind of reference to a western. So like you play Ocarina of Time, he rides a horse. Riding a horse is cowboy shit, right? I feel like there's bars Riding that you have to cross. Cowboy Jesse, shit, right? Like, yeah. Hmm. Or hurdles, you gotta jump. Right. Which On he does. <laughs> Which riding I, a horse I, is cowboy shit, right? I don't feel that Halo really meets the cowboy requirements. Even I, though I, the know. main character is based on spaghetti western characters and takes very mannerisms of spaghetti western <laughs> characters. Well, he doesn't have mannerisms. It's a first person shooter. Does. He, there's cutscenes, dude. <laughs> And he's Again, a fucking, like, you're stoic, talking out of your ass. He's Halo. a stoic military visor of a character. You're just looking at pictures of Master Chief and talking about it. I've played the games. I mean, the, <clears throat> he like like talks all gruff and and if he could take his helmet off, he'd be smoking a fucking smoke cigar. If he had a horse, he would ride a horse. Instead, he rides a fucking ghost or whatever. You probably should have picked a game in which a character could actually be chomping on a cigar or had a face. Yeah, you know, like, I mean, to I be fair, we don't know what a lot of cowboys is doing under that Pfizer. So, yeah, yeah. Game <laughs> two. <laughs> mm. 
All right, guys. So uh, this game's Wild West area contains several anachronisms. Despite taking place in 1853, the boss character, the Colonel, is meant to be a former Confederate soldier. There's also an American flag shown in the level with only 20 stars. The United States had 31 states at that time.
All right, who's feeling great? Um, I'm not. Well, I reckon I... Oh, right. I'm feeling pretty good. You darn tootin'. Listen here, partner. <laughs> Pilgrim. All right. Uh, let's see. John Regan says wild guns. Sadly incorrect. Jesse and David both say time splitters. Sadly incorrect. <laughs> No, but they were both uh, very close. This is actually Time Splitters 2. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. Time Splitters 2. No, we use Time oh. Splitters. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, I got that mixed up. You got it all backwards, baby. But that's okay. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe we can fix that by, I don't know, going back in time and convincing Johnny not to use Time Splitters. Uh, it's, it's time splitters reference. It's a time traveling game, guys. What it is, um, you know, a lot like Halo. It uh, it's a first person shooter game. Starts off in the distant future, the year two thousand four hundred and one. I don't know when Halo takes place. I didn't play the games, um, but you play as uh, you know, Sergeant Cortez, uh, and you have to go to a place where a time splitter is being used, and there's time crystals that you need to retrieve, and you got to go back in time. It's like Halo, but with time travel. Which I'm means sorry. it's like I... Halo with a cowboy level. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I have to interrupt right here because, John, you just said, you know, this game takes place in 2,400. I don't know when Halo takes place. I don't know. I didn't play those games. If we go back to that Halo segment, I believe you legitimately yeah. shouted, I've played Halo. Yeah, rewind the tape. <laughs> yeah, there's some time travel for you, buddy. Really, you know, appreciate you hanging a lampshade on that there, David. Jeez, you can't just, you know, let a guy contradict himself and let it go unnoticed. You got to really drill it in, huh? You know, just make it very clear that I'm contradicting myself. Which, I mean, uh, which, which statement is true? Have I played Halo or have I not? I mean, I wouldn't make a point to contradict you if you didn't give Jesse such a hard time. It's like, no, 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 I'm... I know Halo, and it's not a cowboy game. Yeah, John, earlier in this Halo. episode, like, you showed wait, us what? this whole, like, you know, you said you did a whole online course and got certified as a Halo expert. You, you, you held up the certificate that you printed out at home that said, you know, that John Harrington is a certified Halo Master Chief. All right? I think he even broke his neck, so he got to wear one of those Halos. <laughs> Stop! Stop staring at my Halo phones. You showed you show us your, your your game accurate costume that you built yourself uh, over the course of like five years. Uh, mm -hmm. You you did all this stuff, and yet I, I mean, find it hard to believe you that you managed to get a certificate of completion in Master Chiefdom, uh, and yet you've never played the game. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. Well, no, it doesn't you can get make that sense. certificate. All, and seriously, all you have to do is answer like one question to get that certificate: Is Master Chief a cowboy? And I answered. <laughs> No, and they gave me the certificate. That's how easy it was. It was that easy. Um, so anyway, yes. Yeah, so Time Splitters, much like Halo, first-person shooter game. Uh, that's pretty much where the similarities end, because uh, you know Time Splitters fun. I would even dare say whimsical at times. You get to time travel back in time to you know exotic places in the United States history and stuff like that. You get to go to far-off planets and shit. Uh, you know, colorful characters, a, a cast of thousands. Um, Wait, hold up. It's, this is a, a fun, whimsical game about U.S. history, but you go to other planets? Have I we know. gone to other planets yet? 
Well, I, David, okay, it, it takes place quick. in two, 2401, dude, and in, in in the future as well. Like, I, I will say, like in 1853, other planets did still exist. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I'm going to have to check when John Carter, John Carter of Mars was published. Um, but yeah, other planets did exist at that time. So what, what, where, where in U.S. history do you go? I'm actually, I am kind of curious about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the, like, wiki in front of me. And honestly, I didn't, I didn't, nah, that's the thing. I didn't play the fucking story in this game. Yeah. I played the multiplayer mostly. That's the thing. Like, I, you know. I didn't play, play Halo. I didn't play Time Splitters too. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I, you know, no, this the, I played some of the multiplayer and, you know, because this was a big game early on in the GameCube life cycle. It had the big stamp on the cover that said the heir apparent to Goldeneye. It's like, oh, well, I gotta play that. Like, and then, turns out, yeah, nah, it was it was cool and all, and it's I guess as good as somebody can do on the you know early GameCube first person shooter for four players. But you know, Halo kind of came and ate the whole first person shooter genre's lunch. Um, I so, feel time- like you have played this, John, because I yeah. think we've played this together. The multiplayer. Not- yeah, I was gonna say, motherfucker. Did yeah. I say I didn't play it? I said I didn't play the story. I played the fucking multiplayer. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm... You want to run it back anymore, David? Did I say something early on in the intro that you want to correct me on? I'm not wearing a hat anymore. Did you notice that? Well, John, you printed out this whole certificate <laughs> that said you're a Time Splitter 2 story master that you showed right, us. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't even my game. This is a fucking request, man. I can talk out of my ass as much as I want about this. True. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, so I played the multiplayer and like mo- uh, many games that came out around that time, my brother got really into it and that ruined all the fun of it. So I stopped playing. That's pretty much my time splitter story. It became not, it became unfun because my much more hyper competitive and you know easily angered brother uh, liked playing it. So uh, I've got vague memories of playing this for a while back in like 0203 and it's fun, but uh yeah, you know, I don't know. Kind of moved on. You know, kind of soured me on shooters for a long time there, and then I, you know, had to work my way back into them. <laughs> I was going to say, I distinctly remember playing this because you can unlock weapons from various, like, points in history. Like, you can get a crossbow from the Middle Ages. You can get, like, some weird laser rifle from the distant future. Like, I feel like we've definitely played this together. Yeah, I'm sure that we have. Uh, and I'm sure that we probably used some cheat device or some kind of code to unlock everything, or everything was just automatically unlocked for the fucking multiplayer mode or something. Because I, you know, feel like it was like, yeah, you can play the Wild West with laser rifles if you want. And, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but it's fun. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it's a fun, fun first-person shooter game. It was. It had had good multiplayer in terms of the Wild West shit. You know, there's a whole Wild West level, and you get to dual-wield fucking six-shooters, which is dope. And you have to fight, a, you know, a colonel who's a bullet sponge and also apparently a former Confederate general. Um, and you have to, you know, it, the, the game, I think, the uh, best way to describe it is it seems to be Quantum Leap, <gasps> but in first-person shooter form and there's like this military future story hung on to it. I, I don't know what the framing device is ultimately for Quantum Leap. Johnny can fill us in on that. Uh, why was Scott Bakula having to leap so much? So in the distant future of 1999, Scott Bakula was part of the Quantum Leap project 
and he stepped inside the imaging chamber and something went wrong and he uh uh swapped with somebody in time uh the ah. rules of quantum leap are that it's dates within his own lifespan so he can only go back to like the mid 50s or so um and while he's living the life of somebody else uh he looks like that person and the other person's stuck in the imaging chamber back in the like new mexican center um and yeah i'm not sure how much this is quite like quantum leap to be honest but no now that i realize also yeah quantum leap the whole thing was he possessed people's bodies yeah so no you're just a guy going back to all these different places and i, and I did find the list so yeah the uh, the whimsical locations that you get to go siberia 1990 chicago 1932 notre dame 1895 planet x 2280 neo tokyo 2019 Wild West 1853, The Atom Smasher in 1972, whatever that means. 1920 Aztec Ruins, that just gotta be sad. Uh, Robot Factory 2315, and the Space Station 2401. So yeah, some planets, some US history, some world locations. I don't know why you want to go to Aztec Ruins in the 1920s, they're all dead. Uh, <laughs> but I'm sure something nefarious is going on there. Yeah, I kind of feel like, you know, man, you don't go back far enough. Like, the earliest levels, the Wild West level, 1853, like, you know, Time Splitters needs to be going back to, I don't know, 1700s at least, or like Columbus times. It's, uh, there's there's a untapped potential there that they probably covered in future uh, future games. I didn't play Time Splitters after this, so uh, there should be more, uh, more distant past stuff, but... Did Time Splitters um, continue after, too? It did. There was at okay. least one more game, uh, Future Perfect, and I feel like then they've probably done like remakes or something. But, um, yep, it's uh, it's a thing. It's our fa- it's one of our fan requests for the night. Uh, thank you to the Last Recon for making this request, and uh, that other person who's requested this like fifty times, who I was ignoring this entire time. Thank you for that request. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, great game, actual cowboy shit. Thank and, you to uh, the last Recon and fuck the other guy. I didn't say that. I said thank you, David. What's wrong yeah. with you? I'm I'm going off on You're my hearing, own. You're hearing a lot of things. I'm going off on my own. I'm being a rebel without a cause. I'm I'm acting like a wild cowboy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think yeah. the movie Rebel Without a Cause is about cowboys, though. It's not at all. <laughs> it's about <laughs> but sea it's cowboy vibes. If anybody chose Rebel Without a Cause, they're getting Jesse's game over that we didn't actually give to him. What the fuck? Uh, fuck, Johnny, I need to change my game because I clearly chose Rebel Without a Cause for the James NES. James Dean ain't a fucking cowboy. Rest in James peace. Dean's totally a cowboy. Rest in peace, Dean Stockwell.
All right, so um, this game features 12 playable characters. Of those 12, eight must be unlocked by earning a select number of collectible army men within the game. You have an additional piece of trivia if anyone would like it. It's not going to help me. Don't need it. All right, let's see some answers then. <laughs> so uh, Johnny has a dick in a top hat, uh, <laughs> either holding a balloon or spinning a lasso. I'm going to guess spinning a lasso. Well, yeah, um, that's the worst John, cowboy hat. <laughs> John and Jesse. Pretty bad. <laughs> John and Jesse have the correct answer. This is Toy Story Racer. <coughs> um, specifically, Toy, 
Toy Story Racer was released for the PlayStation 1 and Game Boy Color. This is the PlayStation 1 version. Thought it was. Mm, Just to make familiar. that clear. Yeah. Uh, excellent choice, David. Because um, uh, I definitely listened to that music for a Game That Tune Gems episode within the last year. And uh, mm, good tunes. So yeah, um, this game features 12 total playable characters, including... Lightning round, lightning round! Including... Fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny hit the lightning round! Lightning round! <laughs> Are we doing this? Uh, hell yeah, we're doing this. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, uh, this game features 12 playable characters. Um, we're going to go around um, and see if you can name the 12 playable characters, um, starting with who is um, in my screen directly to my right and moving clockwise uh, with Jesse. Uh, Jesse, can you name a character in Toy Story Racer? Buzz Lightyear. That is correct. Good thinking. Oh, man. Uh, John, can you name a character in Toy Story Racer? The RC car. That is correct. Oh, man. Uh, Johnny? Um. <sighs> Buzz. Uh, Buzz was already guessed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Woody. <laughs> I was going to say, the fucking theme is cowboy. Yeah. Can you... <laughs> Uh, so Woody. Woody is correct. Oh, man. Uh, Jesse, can you name another character? <laughs> Slinky Dog. Buzz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slinky Dog is correct. Oh, man. Uh, John, can you name another character? Ham. Uh, Ham is correct. Oh, man. Johnny? Uh... Sid. <laughs> I shrunk him down and made him race. <laughs> I just runs him over. I should not do this, but <sighs> all of the other characters have been toys featured in Toy Story. Oh, Johnny, do you want to give that another shot? Yes, I would like. Sid's to, more like, like an that, obstacle please. in the game. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head is correct. Oh man! I hope Sid's like the whiz pig of this game. <laughs> you know, I don't believe Sid appears in the game, but Sid's dog is an obstacle in some of the tracks. He's like the um, chain jump, man. I love it. Jesse, <laughs> can you name a character? Oh, um, Rex. Rex the dinosaur is correct. Oh man! Doing good. Um, John, can you name a character? Bo Peep. I'm not gonna give you time to drink, baby. I got these. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, little Bo Peep is a character in the game. Oh man! Johnny? Stinky Peep. Sadly oh. incorrect. Oh. No! Which is something that we will bring up in the discussion. <laughs> uh, 
All right, um, so there are just a few characters left. Uh, four characters, actually. So this is going to be the final round. Uh, Jesse, can you name one more character? The, um... Ooh, the little green men. The, um... The army men? That is correct. No, the army men and collect the army men? <laughs> no, the little green men, the, um... Oh, the, um, the aliens. aliens. The, wow. the aliens. Yeah, that makes uh, more sense. Um, John? Can you name a character? I'm guessing that since Stinky Pete's not in it, it's not based on Toy Story 2, so it's based on Toy Story 1, and you can play as one of Sid's, like, freak toys. I'm sorry, judges? Can you uh, name something more specific? I'm trying to remember, Sid's, like, he, he put a baby doll's face on a connector spider body. I believe you are referring to baby face. Sure, why not? <laughs> Which is correct. Awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> that scary-ass fucking scene, man. Those toys are... Just, they're freaks, but oh, God. They, yeah, it took me a long time to come to terms with loving those toys. Ugh, All right, Jenny. freaks. There are two racers left. Can you name either of them? Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, Can you Spanish name Buzz. either of them that have not been previously named? What year did this game come out again? 2001. Okay. This game was released in 2001 for the PlayStation 1 and Game Boy Color. All right, I'm going to say lots of hug and bear. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. They stealth launched him in Toy Story Racer. <laughs> you know, it was like Chocobo Racer where you could play as Squall. Uh, no, that is incorrect. Mm. Nuts. <laughs> no, so is that it? Uh, the final playable characters were Lenny, who is the, like, portable, like, binocular toy. What? Oh, that guy. And Okay, um, I forgot he had a name. <laughs> and Rocky Gibraltar, who is the name of, like, the sort of He-Man muscle toy with the big mohawk. Oh, that Russell dude. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, something that I alluded to earlier... This game was released in 2001, which is two years after Toy Story 2, but nothing from Toy Story 2 appears in this game. Like, it's yeah, based entirely on Toy Story 1. Oh. Um, also, uh, tallying up the lightning round, I just needed a, a bit of time to calculate. Uh, Johnny received two additional points. Jesse and John both got four additional points. I hope the scores have been updated, and that makes me sad because I was hoping to win. Um, <laughs> we'll find a way, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but too yeah, late. this is Toy Story Racer, um, which was a kart racer in the Toy Story universe where you could play as Woody the Cowboy. Mm -hmm. Who else and did you play as? Can you play as Buzz? <laughs> is Buzz uh, a cowboy? <laughs> He's kind of a space cowboy. <laughs> um, Buzz Lightyear is not a cowboy. Little Bo Peep, we're going to have to check on that. Because maybe. She's more of a sheep girl. You know, 
Sheep herding. Well, if shepherdess. If Master Chief is a cowboy, then Buzz Lightyear is a cowboy. Exactly. Don't go down this rabbit hole, Johnny. Don't do it. You know, I. Johnny, get ready on the hot take button. If if Master Chief is a cowboy, Little Bo Peep is a cowboy. Hot take. I'll take it. I mean, yeah, herding animals is a cowboy thing, and that's what she does, is herding animals. Also, she's basically married to a cowboy, so, that you too. know. Cowboy wife. Cowboy, cowboy life. life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyhow, this is a, a kart racer on the original PlayStation, and it's actually, it's pretty fun. Um, <laughs> what's interesting to me is all of the characters ride like RC cars, except for RC, who is just the RC car. Oh um, shit! See, I guessed RC car because I assumed everyone rode him. <laughs> no, he's he's actually he's a character and he's just an RC car. Um, and all of That's the characters sad. kind of control like RC cars. Like it's it's kind of loose controlling. It's not mm-hmm. as tight as like a Mario Kart, um, but once you kind of get used to that, it's it's actually pretty fun, and it has kind of like that Micro Machines vibe where all of the levels are in select locations, but everything is big and macro. So like you're racing through Sid's house, you're racing through Pizza Planet, you're driving yeah. through like a yard. Um, I was gonna say, so yeah, how many of the locations are in Andy's house somewhere? <laughs> Um, a I'm, bathroom, a living room, a Christmas tree, a bedroom. I, I'm gonna have to check, but I believe either the second or third song was actually like Andy's basement. Like it was definitely <laughs> one of like Andy's houses song. Um, it's kind of like how uh, how injustice all the stages take place in the Batcave. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the oh Batcave is pretty big. I would love okay. so much if there was a DC kart racing game where you were driving through the back cave. <laughs> yeah. Only one like, jump the over giant, the giant penny. The giant penny. <laughs> How'd you know I was going to reference the giant penny? God, we're locked in tonight. That, that'd be perfect for like Teen Titans Go Kart Racer. Oh, come on, guys, do it. You jump mm. over the giant penny, land on top of the Tyrannosaurus, and drive down its tail. See, I want a kart racer set in the DC world where you get to play as the giant penny. <laughs> that Think would be the it. best unlockable ever. <laughs> Just rolling constantly. So dumb. <laughs> um, <sighs> but yeah, it's it's a fun like it's a little loose on the controls, but it's an enjoyable kart racing game. Um, I definitely did play this back in the day because I remember when I got my PlayStation Two when I was in college. Um, I went to the uh, by that point I think it was GameStop in St. Augustine and I was like let me look at the the PS2 games because I can play these now and I was like oh wait it's backwards compatible and I definitely picked up the PlayStation 1 Toy Story Kart Racer I was like you know what this looks like fun and as it turns out it was got $4 on that why not (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah can't miss uh, yeah, it's uh, it's made by fucking uh, the same guys that made the Muppets racing game for PlayStation. It's a Traveler's Tales, uh, Traveler's Tales game. So, yeah, it's got the uh, the fun, silly pedigree of that company. 
And um, it was, I believe it was released on PlayStation 3, like, as a PlayStation classic, so... Yeah, It, that's really it is funny. still playable. <laughs> awesome. Johnny, do you know do you know another racing game developed by Traveler's Tales? Um, <laughs> you just that's not one, the you? Muppet game. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> besides the Muppet one? Yeah, besides the Muppet one I just named. Uh, did they do the the, the Mickey where the Mickey Mouse one where you go through um, the USA? They did not. Ah, uh, so it seems like they would have. Uh, they they previously worked on a somewhat famous, maybe infamous, racing game on the Sega Saturn. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, duh, they did Sonic R. I should, I know yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> uh, Took all game... that good programming and applied it to the Muppets and the Toy Story characters. <laughs> Um, Toy Story Racing, significantly better than Sonic R. Mm. Not even a hot take. I don't know. Uh -oh, no, no, maybe a it hot is. Take. It is. Hey, if Master Chief is a cowboy, then Toy Story Racer is better than Sonic R. All right, I'll concede that. I, I won't. I won't. In the next replay <laughs> jingle. Oh, Jesus. Um... Anyway, yeah, uh, Toy Story's cool, man. Yeah, I, I still like Toy Story. Having a kid will get you to, you know, like Toy Story all over again. Oh yeah, yeah. I still Good pick, John, or David. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You haven't seen Toy Story four? Hey, I haven't either. No, and I mean, honestly, like one weekend, I should just sit down and pull up Disney Plus and just watch it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. you should. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's got Key and Peele, I haven't, and I haven't also seen like either. badass. Bo Peep. So yeah, Andy Potts. It's Bo I'm Peep. Sold. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, also, Andy Potts uh, has always been Bo Peep. So Keanu Reeves. Oh, has she? <laughs> oh right, I forgot he was in that. Yeah. Duke Kaboom, baby. <laughs> That's a hell of a toy. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it's it's got the signature, uh, you know, weird, creepy shit for a while there. And uh, yeah, they they tug those heartstrings just a little bit. I didn't cry. I'm a fucking pussy like Johnny's. But um, did I, you cry in geez. Toy Story Three? No, fuck no, man. I laughed in Seriously? Toy Story 3. Because I had to laugh. It was a defense mechanism to keep from crying. Because there were, there were people in the movie theater audience audibly sobbing at the end of that movie. And I'm like, pff, 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 come on, guys. Let's, let's, let's pump the brakes on, you know, sobbing, giant fucking, you know, gasping sobs at this movie. It's not that serious. But yeah, I mean, Toy Story 3 was almost that serious. I also like that bait and switch of, did you cry during Toy Story 3? Fuck no, I laughed to stop me from crying. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, that's my brand, baby. <laughs> uh, um, I'm sorry. Do we do power rankings or something? Which one's the best Toy Story at this point? Oh, wait, you haven't seen 4. No, we'll, we'll, we'll get back on Toy Story once you've seen 4. Let's do a movie night. Let's do Toy Story 4 movie night. Ooh, let's do all four Toy Stories movie night. Hell yeah, let's do That's it. That's a long night. Christmas night. Three. Eight hours. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, pump the brakes. Jesse didn't see three either. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Of all nights, why Christmas night? Because <laughs> everybody will, will be like done with Christmas. It's not. I didn't say Christmas Eve night. It's a Christmas yeah. night. Well, it'll be a nice, just eight hours together on Christmas night. We'll drink a bunch of eggnog, watch Toy Stories one through four, maybe some of the shorts be good guys yeah That's 6 p.m till delightful. 2 a.m let's go <laughs> <laughs> it'll be good you know if you guys want it 
Make it known. Sit back with your Christmas hot cocoa. And Hell yeah, man. We'll all be wearing like you know, matching PJs and shit. It'll be good. I mean, I don't know that I could do that because, yeah, Christmas will be over, but that'll cut into Boxing Day morning. Mm, it's true. Whatever that means. Start at 8, 8, 8 p.m., finish at 4 a.m. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> mm. God, yeah, I can't wait, guys. It's going to be good. David, anything else on uh, Toy Story Kart Racing that you know we definitely talked about at length? <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else to say on Toy Story Racing. Um, I do have something on Toy Story 3. Uh, Jesse, take your headphones off for a moment. Goddamn, the villain in Toy Story 3. I have mm. never hated a fictional character more in my life. Yeah. <laughs> He's based on a real-life guy who I also now hate. Hey, also, yeah. while Jesse has his headphones off, fuck Jesse. Oh, that's <laughs> no. what I'm saying. Yeah, dude, Master Chief, not even fucking close to a cowboy. Yeah, um, yeah not I just even like close. It's just that I, mm, mm, I wanted to buy one of those bears just to fuck it up. Anyway, Jesse, yeah. you're good. Good save. <laughs> to fuck it up, not yeah. just fuck it. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Mm-hmm. No, no um, punishment sex for that bear. I don't want to fuck Ned Beatty. Next game. <laughs> game four.
Alright guys, uh, so when you beat this game, you can unlock a secret fourth playable character, which is a duck. Gentlemen, who's got their answers? Okay, so um, Jesse says duck game, which isn't correct. John says red duck reduction or red dead reduction, which I wish was correct. Uh, I didn't know if red ducks was a thing. <laughs> and David has the correct answer of Gunman Clive 2. This is Gunman Clive 2. Available on the Nintendo 3DS and PC and probably a few other platforms for uh, $3. Um, I believe it's on Steam. Yes. <laughs> 3DS Steam, probably other things. Um, it's a pretty interesting uh, little game. It's It's got sort of multiple styles of game as you play throughout it. Um, some levels are a Contra style run and gun, uh, you know, play style. There's some levels with uh, your minecarts, kind of like Donkey Kong Country minecart levels. There's levels where you're riding pandas. There's levels where you're fighting dinosaurs. Uh, as Gunman Clive, as a little little guy with a gun, little cowboy dude. Uh, mm -hmm. The art style's pretty cool. It looks kind of like crayon drawings, I guess. It, it's hard to describe it, but it's like a combination of crayon drawing with squiggle vision, I think is how I, what I would call it. It's done in like a sketch style in sepia tone, but instead of like every color being that pale yellow, it like the main characters are in that kind of pale yellow orange, but the backgrounds are in different colors because like, yeah, you'll go through like a bamboo forest. So everything is green. Um, I think the minecart levels are usually like a brownish color, um, but it does have it almost looks like the AHA Take On Me music video, Ooh, but yes. with color. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah, and each level has sort of a, a color theme going on. Like, Gum and Clive is always the same. But yeah, like in that in that uh, level with the panda, it's kind of like everything is green kind of level. Um, brown in the minecarts, like David. So like, it's a, it's a palette that gets adopted per level. Um... And at the end of the day, you're shooting dinosaurs as a cowboy, which is pretty dope. 
It's pretty good. It's, it's a it's a three dollar value right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah. Three bucks gets you cowboy shooting dinosaurs. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a pretty yeah, I'll quick spend game. My fucking, I'll spend my my Nintendo gold coins or whatever on that shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> You got I don't know I don't know how long you're keeping the 3DS eShop open, but if you got some coins to blow, it's probably not a bad way to go. You know. I mm. feel like Gunman Clive 1 and 2 maybe got ported to Switch, like combined as a package deal. Mm. Uh, yes, like, there was I an th- HD collection on Switch and PS4. Oh, and Wii U. Um, so oh. you can get this oh, on. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I can yeah. get this on Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. What I call my favorite system. <laughs> I don't know when they shut down the Wii U eShop. <laughs> but I thought they had done that already, but I guess not. Yeah. I have no idea. Ten years ago. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I remember this game being... Because um, I definitely played both Gunman Clive and Gunman Clive 2. Um, and I remember the first game you could play as Gunman Clive or the lady whose name I forget but she could kind of like float with her petticoat princess like style I think it's Miss um, Johnson cause that's who's in the uh, in two is Miss Johnson so I assume um, it's the same character and then I remember Gunman Clive <laughs> 2 adding the like uh, mm, Chieftain the Bob doc- yeah Chieftain Bob like, yeah. I'm trying to think of the, the best oh. way to say this like the Native American character who was interesting because he had a spear so he was like a melee character whereas the other characters had guns so it was all projectile based hmm. so like if you play as Gunman Clive or Miss Johnson it was sort of like a Mega Man game and then all of a sudden here was this melee character so it was a huge change of pace yeah that's, that's cool now what about the duck I, I didn't get that far so I don't know the duck is he, I think he can, like, hover or, like, jump multiple times, but he doesn't have an attack. So you basically, <laughs> like, it, it's basically hard mode because the platforming challenges become easier, but you have to avoid, like, all enemies at all costs. Huh. How do you defeat the bosses as the duck? Right, that's my question, then. I don't remember because I remember you could unlock the duck in the first game too and I I definitely did that and I was like oh this is very silly and fun but I don't remember like how you beat bosses I think maybe once you got to the end of the level that was just it but Hmm. I don't remember exactly now guys this leads me to my next question would you rather fight one dinosaur-sized duck, or would you fight? Would you, or would you rather fight 100 duck-sized dinosaurs? The dinosaur being a T-Rex. One T-Rex-sized duck, or 100 duck-sized T-Rexes. 100 duck-sized T-Rexes easily. Yeah. Ducks yeah, will fight. fuck you up. I don't want to fight anything that big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but a hundred or something. Yeah, but I mean, are, they working, are they working together? There's a hundred of them. If they're the size of a duck, you know, my fucking, my foot beats a duck. If, if <laughs> there was a hundred ducks, you'd be fucked. No, you just <laughs> kick the shit out of them. What are you <laughs> talking about? They're ducks. You, you think you can kick a hundred ducks before some of them start fucking you up? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I mean, We're, we're also looking at, like, what kind of weapons and gear are you allowed into this? That's because, the other question, yeah. How, how am I dressed? Because, <laughs> like, you have a me, flame got, You're dressed like a cowboy, up, okay? Me going up against a T-Rex-sized duck 
with a sledgehammer, I have no chance. Me going up against a hundred duck-sized T-Rexes with a sledgehammer, pretty good chance. I don't know, man. I think a T-Rex-sized duck, if you hit it with a sledgehammer in the right spot, you're going to really fuck it up, man. <laughs> I think you could really win that fight, man. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'd take my chances on the small T-Rexes. It's feeling, you know, I don't know, that size, they wouldn't be as dangerous as, you know, full-size T-Rex. I don't know how sharp their teeth are once they're that small, you know? Mm. So Probably sharper if they're, like, needle-sized. Yeah, but if they're just tiny little fucking duck-head T-Rexes, like, yeah, I'm just going to beat their ass. Like, it's not hard. Yeah. Even less hard if I have some kind of gun. Yeah, Yeah. I'd go one-on-one with the giant duck. That's what I would do. (laughs) I'd love to watch that giant You're wrong. Johnny, who's never been in a fight, I would love to see you fight a giant duck. <laughs> what if you want to be giant duck? <laughs> Come on. Quacking son of a bitch. I've been, I've been right, in a giant fight duck. Once. Come to Mr. Trashy if you want an ass whooping. Yeah, fresh out of bread, All you bitch. All you do is bring a loaf of bread with poison in it. <laughs> it's true. That's an easy way to feed a giant duck. See, Jesse, That's how I did like... it in Duck Souls. If, if there's a giant duck coming to attack you, just have a loaf of bread with poison in it. That sounds exactly like the, well, Batman could kill Galactus with prep time. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He could. He'd get that weird stick that Reed Richards has. His penis? No, it's something else. Reed Richards doesn't need a stick. He can fucking stretch that shit. Yeah, no, that's I thought it meant his weird stick. No, not that one. So okay. enough of Reed Richards stretching his dick. Gunman Clive 2. Yeah, pretty cool game. Uh, available now, what everything. if Gunman Clive could stretch his dick? Ooh, that's why game they call him five. Gunman Clive. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we... Okay. Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to say, before we move on to game five, um, Johnny, I'm really pissed at you because this game was in my back pocket for a long time and now I can't use it. Yeah, I just realized. <laughs> I'm surprised to see Johnny bring Gunman Clive instead I guess, of David. <laughs> David, I guess you weren't quick on the draw. Oh, no. I'm not quick on the draw. I take my time. <laughs> game five.
Okay, so the two playable characters in this game are named Clint and Annie. Not so subtle nods to Clint Eastwood and Annie Oakley, respectively. I was feeling great. I'm feeling yes. weird. Mm. I feel pretty okay. good. It's hot. Very good. Want to see some answers? Oh, Johnny. You should have busted out one of those cards from earlier in the show. Johnny uh. says Sunset Riders 2. He's sadly incorrect. David says Wild Arms. No, David, it's not Wild Arms. Jesse says Wild Guns. It is Wild Guns. Oh, fuck. I got them confused. Okay. Yeah, people do that. I was going to say, it was like, I thought it was Wild Arms, Mm -hmm. but we've used Wild Arms, so it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Then Wild Guns is an unrelated series of uh, steampunk cowboy games. (laughs) Just happens to be called Wild Blank. And involves steampunk cowboys. It's, um, you know, who would have known there would be a series to ever make this mistake with? Because actually, Wild Guns was a one-off for a long time. It's a weird little SNES game from 1994, made by Natsume. Pretty cool guys. And then they brought it back, apparently. They remastered it and added a couple levels and a couple new characters, and Wild Guns Reloaded came back. Um, Fuck, very I'm strange. So I wanted to win this one. I'm sorry, Dave. It's it's one of the um, decent games on the SNES online function for the Nintendo. Yeah, it's it's like one of the more interesting, like kind of off the wall choices. You know, and I'll give it decent. I don't know if I really care for it. It's weird. I feel like it's you know, it's a. It came out like I don't know, a generation of consoles too early or something. Like you know, I feel like some somehow there's something about this game that doesn't quite work for me, and I can't quite put my finger on it. David, have you played it on the Switch Online service? Uh, no, because Jesse, you put um, some time in on this. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It is like it's a cowboy shooting range game. You're running back and forth and shooting things as they pop up, and some of the things that pop up are giant robots, and uh, it's you know some wild west shit with giant steampunk robots. Pretty dope. 
but the controls are just wonky to me. I don't know. Jesse, yeah, did you have any trouble getting into it? They're, at first, yeah, the controls are kind of weird. Um, yeah, it is a tricky game to play. It's it's definitely prettier and sounds better than it plays. Yes. So it's like you kind of want to force yourself to get further because you're like, I want to see the next fucking Wild West robot, you know? Right. And you want to like it because it's Wild West robots. And it's but it's, the controls are kind of tricky. So yeah, because it's like you're running back and forth on the 2D plane trying to shoot things, uh, but like you can't shoot while you're running. Yeah. And running back and forth moves your little reticle, your aiming thing. So your aiming thing moves kind of different than your character moves. And then you've still got to do things like aim up or down to catch guys on balconies or, you know, this and that. Yep. Uh, it's just a little tricky. And I feel like if they had somehow done a better job incorporating, like, the shoulder buttons, maybe it could work better. But, like, it's I'm hoping that for, like, the Reloaded or whatever, the new version, they map that reticle One onto stick, the yeah. other stick. And then you can use, the, you know, oh, trigger-shaped cool. buttons are very common on controllers these days. So I imagine the whole thing plays a little better nowadays. But, so I'm uh, sorry, it's like a run and gun game where you can't run and gun? You can run back it, and forth. Think of the think the base level in Contra. It's no, it's more like um uh, what is that game? They're like shooting gallery type games, but this one you, you see your character. Uh, Bill Barker's trick shooting? Like shooting gallery? Kinda or like, like Hogan's Alley or uh or like a Lethal Enforcers 2 or something, but you see your character and you have to move your character instead yeah. back and forth. But only you only move your character two directions. Yeah. You know, left and right. But you have huh. to I think you have you to then jump. move your cursor up and down as well. Uh, it's tricky. But it's cool. Yeah. It's coolish. I want it to be, be cool. It'd be fun co op. It would. And it would be fun with four players in the new one. Um because, yeah, it'd just be kind of a, you know, frenetic, just, you know, cursors all over the place, you know, blast and shit kind of game. The two new characters they added for the new one are pretty fucking sweet. So you got, you know, Clint and Annie, which is like the cowboy dude, and then the uh, lady in the unwieldy pink dress that, you know, has no business being her outfit. Uh, but then in the new one, they had Doris, who's like this big, you know, I'm trying, what's the polite way to say big, big woman? Because she's like a... BBW? Yeah, she's a, she's a big lady, but she's not like cartoonishly fat. She's like a tank type character. Like she's you know she's just big, thick, and she's wearing like bandoliers and like holding a nuke on her shoulder. Like she's a big strong lady. Um, I know nothing about this remastered game, but I I want to. Uh huh. I think you need I to look into character. it, David. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other character is a dog riding a drone. Um. Okay, so, you had me sold on the big, yeah. big woman with a nuke. They came up with some. They came up with two great new characters. Like, let's see, we got two, you know, cowboy and cowgirl, but also let's put in, you know, thick tank woman and a cute dog riding a like machine gun drone. Like, okay, yeah, cool, great. That's how you sell a game. Yeah, yeah, you didn't sell it to me. I, I haven't picked that up yet. But if it's on sale, I'm gonna keep my eye out for it because like, I'd like to know how it plays compared to the you know Super NES one, and I'd like to play as that big woman. Yeah, that uh, sounds good. Real good. Um, but yeah, there's, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say about Wild Guns. It's not Wild Arms. It's Wild West steampunk robot shit. It's uh, fine. Yeah. Uh, 
It's not really. I was gonna say it, sh it should be a bit like a more beloved series, but it was barely a series. <laughs> it was more like a one game and a remake. So, you know, they should uh, they should try more shit like this. You know, weird weird choices by not hmm. I feel like it's kind of a flat note to end on, Johnny. Do we have a bonus game that we can do? Too much for me to hold inside 
feels like I'm on top of the universe On a shooting star Well, life is so wonderful And everything is by far So spectacular Feels like I've never failed I've seen things I've never seen Being with her will make me happy And I'm falling in love But don't catch her A few girls will offer you Well, what's that, rabbit? A love that feels like this So, this game features nearly 100 collectible hats, which are primarily obtained by shooting them off of enemies' heads. Fog on all around us, like the 
silence rare and can't compare to all this darkness. No one can tame our past of shame, it's all that we know. Memories of all those things drift through all that we sow. You know a brighter day is just around the bend. What we need is some heroes with wheels of iron. They're hearts in the stars through the darkest of days. They'll ride into the sunset. Yeehaw. What are you thinking? Reckon I got a good guess. Yeah, I feel pretty I good. I like it. I like it. Uh, <sighs> David and Jesse both say Steamworld Heist, and they are correct. And Johnny says Cowboy Wife, Cowboy Life, and he is also correct. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's Steamworld Heist, fellas. Whatever that means. Um... Man, uh, this uh, this came out for the 3DS a few years back, and apparently is very well received. Uh, sequel to Steam World Dig and Steam World something or other. They had a good little series going to these uh, these steamy games. Um, Steam World Dig and what was it? Tower Defense Dig Two RPG, I think. That's what this one is. Okay. Uh, oh, there is also SteamWorld Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh. That's a nice oh, yeah. RPG fun. Um, uh, and actually, I'm sorry, this one isn't RPG. That's the thing. This is, for some reason, a turn-based strategy game, and I don't, I don't understand why. Uh, Jesse or David, did you play any of the SteamWorld games in the past? You know, this is an unfortunate blind spot because this seems right up my alley. It does. Um, at least the non-turn-based strategy one. Right. Um, but I, I never picked it up. Yeah. Jesse, did you play Dig? I've, or? I've played both of the Dig games. I finished the first Dig one, 
Okay. Um, and pretty I, fun. I, I dug it, yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. yeah, I uh, I got probably halfway through Dig and lost track of it and went and played something else, but I, I was enjoying it. It was just a cave exploration and digging and, you know, gem mining and crafting and stuff. It was, it was fun. Um, and then, you know, I kind of fully lost track of the SteamWorld series, so when I heard about SteamWorld Heist, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then it's like, it's a turn-based strategy game where you get into, like, turn-based shootouts with people, but in a side-scrolling setting. I'm like, no, hold on. The side-scrolling setting makes sense because that is what SteamWorld was. You're exploring a cave, side-scrolling, platforming stuff. Why? Why make this a turn-based strategy game? Like, I, I was watching some videos of this. Yeah, like, ricocheting and stuff is really important. Yeah, like, you, you know, it's all about, like, moving to the right cover and then, like, you know, aiming, uh, you know, if they shoot you, it bounces off the barrel or whatever you're hiding behind. And then, but then when it's, like, your turn, you can, uh, you basically get your, your shot and, yeah, you can choose the angle that it goes at so you can shoot straight at them or you can ricochet it off of things. And, I mean, that's that's cool and cute and all. I just, I just don't get why they would change genres completely, I, you know. I don't want to play a 2D, you know, Mario and Rabbids with steampunk robot cowboys. Uh, you know, when I say it like that, it sounds pretty fun, but I just, I don't know, something about the strategy factor just makes me not want to play it. <laughs> uh, You've pretty much summed up Fire Emblem for me. Right. But, like, picture Fire Emblem, but it's a it started as a platforming game. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Does it? Okay, see, that's the thing. I'm like, David, you know, talk to me about this. Like, just, you know, do you want a platforming game in which it's not, you know, it's not all about uh, running and jumping, but it's about, you know, moving the right number of spaces and finding cover and doing turn-based battles? No, that sounds <laughs> horrible to me. Okay, so, crap. We're back uh, back at my point. So, Jesse, did you, you, you didn't play Heist at all? No, but I've, I've seen videos and stuff. Yeah, it, I mean, it's really well-received. People seem to really like it. It's, you know, got all those accolades and shit. It's like, one of the big 3DS games. Uh, but, I don't know. Doesn't sound like the thing for me. Johnny, you know, jump in on this. You're the most recent 3DS purchaser in the group. You know, how do you feel about 2D side-scrolling strategy or uh, strategy turn-based shooting games starring steampunk robots in space? Yeah, for them. That sounds great. <laughs> Okay, great. Are yeah, you actually this. for them, Johnny? Or yeah. Did you, you hear anything I just said? <laughs> I'm just happy to be included. And yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, let, let, okay, let's break down all the elements of the thing I just said. So, Johnny, how do you feel about 2D games? Love them. Side-scrolling 2D games. Love them. Yeah. Steampunk. Love it. I love uh, Wild Wild West. Robots. Love robots. Big part of steampunk. Space. Love, love space. Space! Hats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't wear them, you know, personally, but, like, hats are cool. Despite not owning any, I'm yeah. in favor of hats. I do I do enjoy hats. hats. I'm an, an ally to the hat wearers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Despite owning... It's, God, it's unbelievable you had no cowboy gear tonight. Zero hats. Um, and then, I guess, uh, yeah, strategy... Turn-based strategy games. Yeah, I love those. Name one. Uh, pirates on NES. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, this game might be right up your alley, then, pal. <laughs> and you know, now, you're not how, wrong, but of all the games you could have chosen. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you feel about 
bands that perform soundtracks live in the game whenever you go to a, like a lounge or a tavern. What that band? Cool. The the band is called Steam Powered Giraffe, and they're a steampunk like gorillas. Okay, as long as it's not Imagine Dragons, I'm fine with it. No, it's Imagine Giraffes, <laughs> uh, but they're powered by steam. Um, <laughs> the music's interesting. Yeah, uh, the whole soundtrack kind of sounds like that. I'm like, no, hold on. It, that means just like atmospheric shit while you're playing the game? Yeah, probably. And then you get to, you know, the fucking saloon and some robot approaches you and starts singing about heroes. It's like, oh, that's cool. Glad, happy for Steam Powered Giraffe. I'm glad somebody got to get their passion project on fucking, you know, recorded. I don't know. It's uh, some weird <laughs> choices in this game. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. This game is just a front. Like, nobody really wanted to make a turn based strategy game, but like a couple of guys on the development team put together a band and we're like we gotta figure out something to do with this music exactly yeah. hang on there has to be a reason for this project we can't just do it because we enjoy it you know nobody's downloading this i got my spotify rap for the year we had no listens better put the music into a game <laughs> but yep it's uh it's quite a game yeah i don't know if it's the game for me but i like things about it just like johnny went through went down the list somehow uh, all these things coming together and I'm not even sure I want to try it. <laughs> like, uh, so, yep. Steampunk cowboy robots with a funky, you know, weird twangy soundtrack with vocals. I'm for it. Oh, and I'm, shit. Uh, I almost forgot. That was a fan request. That was a bonus fan request from Damien Beckles. Thank you so much, Damien, for SteamWorld Heist and those fantastic tunes. Um, and now, Johnny, start that computer. Oh shit, I was not ready. Here we go. <laughs> Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's Cookie is pretty good and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No? <laughs> like, fuck, man. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. Un-freaking-believable, but... Thank you. That's how it had to go. You know, Jesse rode into town at the beginning of the show with his black hat and his hot take, and he rode away with the game that tuned victory. The winner is the man with no name, mm-hmm. Jesse, Jesse Moore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. Uh, you know, good game of guessing, not so much of uh, selecting songs on the theme, but uh, you know, you've won. That's the important thing, Jesse. I'll, you know, and when this episode concludes, so concludes the shit I'm going to give you for Halo. But, uh, you know, in the meantime, the episode's not over yet because you have to pick the theme for next week's episode. Um, how about games that focus more on the story? Like, you know, the gameplay is like, okay, but you really are playing this game because the story is like really good or that's how the game programmers decided, you know? You saying just story greater than game, or yes, games with really great stories. Games, uh, story greater than game. Story greater than game. I like it. I'm in favor of it. We can figure it out. It's uh, yeah. I think if you can justify it, well, you know, it'll be good. I'll be interested to see what Johnny picks. You know, you know Johnny. We call him Johnny Story. Mm-hmm. Johnny yeah. Story. 
Oh, yeah, I, always... listen to, I, I, I often listen to the audiobook version of most games. Right. Uh, yeah. I love a good story. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I don't watch Let's Plays. I watch just, like, you know, no commentary, just all cutscene runs of games. <laughs> that's, that's my bag, baby. I want to watch, you know, Final Fantasy VII Remake, the movie. I don't want to play the game at all. Uh, it's, uh, Did they make an Advent Children game? That was Final Fantasy VII oh, Remake, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, uh, interesting pick for the theme, and I like it, Jesse. I think it'll be a good episode. Um, so, yeah, thanks to everybody listening tonight. What a show we've had. What a fucking, what a cowboy shit-filled show it's been. <laughs> um, thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Uh, check us out there. Check us out in podcast form. We're, in, uh, we're at GameThatTune.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, find us, listen to us, recommend us to a friend. Enjoy the show in podcast form because we uh, we really uh, appreciate you guys listening there. Thanks to everybody checking out patreon.com slash game that tune. It's the home for our awesome exclusives. We got mixtapes, we got covered up, we've got uh, game that tune gems, uh, which is almost on track. We're gonna close out the year strong. We're gonna do some movie commentaries again coming up real soon. We've got an eight hour Toy Story marathon coming on Christmas night. <laughs> so, you know, get your Patreon money in there. And we'll give you VIP access to movie nights and uh, you help us keep the lights on at the 24 uh, 7 music live stream at twitch.tv slash GTT radio. So we super appreciate you guys supporting us. Special thanks to the absurd fans on Patreon Alex Messenger, Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Wise, Sam L., Mork, Tasty, Grimmery, Phoenix Here 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, and Akadar. Fantastic group of patrons we got. Just a uh, you know, great support group. Um, thank you to our requesters tonight. We got requests from the last weekend. We got requests from Patreon absurd fan Damian B. Uh, and uh, yeah, nobody else ever requested Time Splitters too. So you know, thank you guys for making those requests. We love getting your requests in our Discord. Uh, you know, find our Discord server, make your request there. That's the best place to go. Or you can hit us up gamethattune at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at gamethattune. Or you can find us individually on Twitter. I am there at jgangsta187. You can find John Regan on Twitter at... JPRegan.jr. You can find David Fleming on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. You can find this week's winner of the gunslinger, Jesse Moore, on Twitter at... Sega underscore legend. All right. Jesse, you're the new sheriff in these parts. Take us down with some bonus tunes. So, a weird thing happened to me this year where I listened to uh, an album I wasn't expecting to enjoy, and I enjoyed it. And uh, that was the new uh, Limp Biscuit album. Oh, no. <laughs> so then I was like, you know what would be cool? There's got to be someone that has put Limp Biscuit and video game music together. So I found, um, kind of forget who did it, but it's like uh, Limp Biscuit and Method Man to uh, a Kirby song. And it's, it's, it's all right. I like it. <laughs> Okay, uh, all in together now. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Every day, S I N Y, one o three o four, Wu Tang Killer B and the Limp, B I Z K I T. Y'all know the time, y'all know the rhyme. It ain't easy being greasy in a world full of cleanliness and you know all that other madness. We go. Halo Infinite is copyright 2021 Xbox Game Studios. Time Splitters 2 is copyright 2002 Free Radical Design. Toy Story Racers, copyright 2001 Traveler's Tales and Activision Publishing. Gunman Clive 2 is copyright 2015 Floorberg Productions. Wild Guns is copyright 1994 Natsume. Steam World Heist is copyright 2015 Image and Form. That's okay. Hey, yeah. I know it's not my hat, son, but the show just started. Do you really want me to take it off? Yeah. Ah, shucks. <laughs> All right, you got me. Fine. It's your boy John Harrington here, guys. It's uh, it's gonna be a great show tonight. Welcome to Game Rat Two. I got it. Get out of here. Beat it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. He's got great timing. <laughs> he really does. That was you know that seemed like a like a bit, but no, that um, uh, he fucking just. Mm. 
He's, he knows what's up. Um, Fuck the person who made the first request. I have second I, he request. He thanked them when he did it. Yeah, come on, David. I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. God! <laughs> Just kill. He printed out a whole certificate and everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I went to last week in school, man. Yeah. I, I would ask the editor to cut that out, but you're the editor, so you'll leave it in to make me look like an asshole. I'm just going to make a whole free play jingle of this, man. It's just you saying, hey, I want to go back to something for a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great.